Welcome to Compassionately You. Here, we host conversations in vulnerability and hopes to help and motivate others. My name is Brie Luganville and I am your host. I love to have different guests on to talk about a personal journey that they went through. Sometimes it focuses on internal growth. Sometimes it does focus on body image as well and how that affects our overall being as a person. Thank you so much for being here today. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to Compassionately You. Uh, Today we have Bernice on the podcast. Hi, Bernice. Hello, guys. And she is the owner of Guided by Light. She is someone I met a while back, actually, and we really connected, um, just kind of like-minded individuals trying to help others and inspire and bring out the best version of ourselves and others. So, I was super excited. I asked her if she wanted to be on the podcast, and she said yes, and I was very honored to do that. Um, So today, you guys just have a wonderful gem here to listen to her wisdom and knowledge. Um, I can't say enough nice things about her. So without further ado, Bernice, tell us a little bit about Guided by Light and um, just what you do and why you do it. Thank you. So, yeah, um, so Guided by Light is, um, Guided by Light Authentic Life Coaching is my coaching business, which is, it's so green. It's really, really new. Um, it started this summer, and um, it started, well, the whole idea, all this started with um, my authentic life journey. Mm-hmm. I, um, oh gosh, it was so big. It was, I was living this life of, labels and categories and shoulds and this is what a woman should look like and what she should be doing at a certain age and how much money she should be earning and how many kids she should be having and just all these labels and it was it was just so difficult and I um ended up being diagnosed with anxiety so this was literally three years ago and I ended up taking up um, this yoga class and going to these yoga retreats and I ended up taking yoga teacher's training and I stopped, started this journey of learning who I was with all these labels with, uh, without being a divorced mother and being mom and being a um, PhD student and a, a, you know, a sister and just all these labels like who was I, who, what made me happy yeah. and I didn't know who I was um, I knew my name, of course. <laughs> you know, I knew what I was to other people, but I didn't know who I was to Bernice. And so that's when my journey started. And um, the it was the questions to who I was was harder to answer than what I thought. And I and I urge people to ask themselves that, like in in our busy days, and, and especially these these days where everything is so convenient and everything is so at the click of a mouse and it's just so you know like quick gratification yes like do all that slow down take a breath who are you you might find out that it's harder 
to answer than what you think, you know? Some people say, oh, I'm a good person, or I'm this, and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, who are you inside? Like, what is the meat of you? Like, what's your jam? Mm -hmm. And so um, that's how my journey started. And um, within that, led through a whole bunch of other questions. Um, I ended up starting the business and going, um, starting my yoga journey, starting uh, um, a yoga uh, business called Therapy Yoga as well to help other people connect with their bodies and trying to start that conversation with the consciousness and their physical body, the mental body, and that in-between. Because if someone would ask me who I am, I would say I'm just this in-between person. Mm -hmm. You know, I, which is hard for people because people want to know if you're a Republican, if you're a Democrat, if you're a believer or a non-believer, if you're a right wing, if you're a progressive, if you're this. Yeah. And it's hard for them because I'm none of that and mm -hmm. all of that. I am not, um, I, I would not say that I'm a Republican and I would not say that I'm a Democrat. I would say that I'm a believing human being. Yeah. I'm going to believe in the, in the human consciousness and who are we are together. And I am a person who thinks that we have more alike than we have different. And the reason why I believe that, because before I was born for Eve, I was born a human being, mm -hmm. just like you. Mm -hmm. That is the amazing part. That is an amazing thing. And that's, some people think that um, mathematics is a universal language. I think our consciousness and our emotions is a universal language. Like when you and I talked at your home before. Yeah. And I needed someone to talk to. And you were like completely there for me. And you were, you were explaining some of the things, how you felt. And I connected with that. And that's what connects us. When someone explains something about themselves, and it might, it might be a completely different story of what you went through, but you felt that and you understand and you connect with them. And I think that's where we need to start and where we need to connect. And I know that that's really hard for, for people because we like to label things, right? Yeah. This needs to be this. We need to have a diagnosis. This is black and this is white. But I'm a person that look at those gray areas. And I actually want to share something with you that I put on my um, my Instagram the other day. Yeah. It's, it's actually... Um, from A.D. Barba, and so I want to give, give him credit for that, but um, he said, before you came into my life, the world was black and white. I was absolutely sure who was a bad guy and who was a good guy. Then you, you started to weasel your way into my life, into my world, and the black and white became shades of gray. Before I knew it, there was blue, greens, yellows, and reds. I'm new now. You have opened my eyes and my heart, and I thank you for it. And that is what I connected with. Mm -hmm. That is how I felt. And until before I was this pious person, <laughs> piety was so me. And I can tell you, I was absolutely sure about everything. Mm -hmm. I knew who I was. I knew this will never happen. I knew that will never happen. I would never do that. I would never be this. This is who I am. And um, when I started my journey, that all started to blur. And um, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I'm supposed to be finding myself and I'm losing myself. And sometimes I think that's what we have to go through. We have to lose a little bit of who we think we are to actually find who we are. And I know that's so confusing, but it's so true. Well, at least it's true for me, and that's 
yeah. how that journey came about. Um, I think when we are absolutely sure about things, that's when ignorance starts. When we lose perspective and we lose that insight and that openness to learn other people's perspective because that's why I believe that's intelligence. It's opening up for other people's perspective because I'm an African-American woman. I don't know what it's like to be a white male mm-hmm. or a white female, even though I know what it's like to be a female. You know, so I can connect with her on that. I can connect with him about being a human being, but I can learn from their experience, from the human experience, and that can allow me to open up and be a better person and connect with them, no matter what label they are. And that's what um, uh, um, GBL is. It's guided by light. It's guided by, it means guided by light. It means guided by the eternal light and energy and the consciousness and the collectiveness that connect us all. And, and, and my mission is to, is to help those people find out who they are and tell them that it's, it's okay to live in the in-between. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually want to go a little bit into what the in-between means, living in the in-between and what the in-between means yeah. to me. Um, I think that it's hard for people to accept, to accept, um, to not accept people who are not in these type of categories, who are not absolutely this or that. Because um, I think it's otherwise it's strange to them and it's hard to grasp. It's like we live in a world with algorithms and labels and predictions and we need that to happen. We need that to be true. Um, I mean, if you go on Amazon or you go on Facebook and, you know, they put up these um, these things like that you looked at and it's like, oh, you might like this. And you go on um something like uh, Netflix and say, oh, according to this, you might like that. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's always something predicting what we might like or categorizing us and, it, and it's telling us who we are and we actually listen to this. Yeah. It's, it's subliminal, actually. You know, and, and that's a, a big reason why I don't watch TV because it's telling me what I want and what I should <laughs> want and what I should look like and what I should be thinking. You know, yeah. and... Um, so I don't want to go off into a little tangent here because I can talk about this all day, oh, but man. I want to stay on. This thing the, is for tangents. Is. You are good to do whatever. <laughs> this is your time and your space. <laughs> so I think, and, and, and so that's what I want to be. I want to be there for people. I think people accept information that is readily available to them. They absorb information that appeals to them and is easy to accept. Um, that I mean, and that doesn't mean that this information is true. I think we need to go beyond the black and white and look into these gray areas and stop letting people tell us what to think and start to research and learn instead of what to think, how we should be thinking. You know, I think that's so important. You know, we go to school, and I think that school is like this parochial, just orthodox, it's just black and white thing and, and they teach us what to think you know we learn about slavery but we never hear about the, the victims we always hear about it from, from the, the victor's point of view mm-hmm. there's so many perspectives there's so many points of view and so I think school should be teaching us 
how we should be thinking, how to be open, not what we should be thinking. And GBL is to teach people how to think, to open up and tell them that there is no right and there's no wrong because it's it's so much harder than that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so much harder than this is black and this is white and she's right, she's wrong. You have to listen to their stories. You have to open yourself up to perspective. It is so much more than what we see on the surface. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what makes life so difficult. And I think that's what makes things so much harder because we want everything to be a straight answer. We need it to be a straight answer. We need it to be clear cut. Otherwise, it's too difficult. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I urge I urge people to go in that difficultness and live in that in-between space, live in that space which people call twilight, which is right before sunset mm-hmm. and before darkness comes. It's that in-between where we're just like, ah, what am I going to do? You know, <laughs> I want to feel comfortable being in that, in that space. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's what, I feel like you just. I know I just unloaded a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. I feel like it's something that, yeah, that gray area is uncomfortable. That. I kind of see this person's point on that side or this person's point on that side or there's a continuum of points and you could be at point 30 and understand and point 70 and also understand and it's just there's there's a right to every person's perspective. I think that's what's yeah. hard to unlock. It's like there's truth in each person's perspective and um, yeah. for us to really absorb that it then is like, oh man, but I just want something like you said, something just right or wrong. And it's like, nope, it's, that's not really life as you get older and you tend to realize it once you get around other types of people and then your whole perspective is blown. Cause like you said, school kind of teaches you it in that way because we got to have that control. Um, and so I'm right there with you. The gray area is a good place to be, but it's also you're going to be growing constantly and growth can be very hard. <laughs> um, but it's the yes. best way to be. So. Yeah. And I think being in that vulnerable area, it's like being belly up, you know, it's like, you know, when they say you're in a predator, expose your vulnerable part so he can know that you, that you are not superior to him, that you submitting to him. And sometimes, or submitting submission yeah yeah sometimes we have to sometimes we have to just submit ourselves we have to be in the submission point of life in order to be okay and comfortable in those areas and we have to be and it's like me being um able to make these worry uh worry i call these worry appointments for my anxiety instead of me avoiding it i confront it Instead of being afraid of, oh, I'm afraid this might happen, I'm afraid this might happen. I was like, okay, well, Bernie, darn it, what if this did happen? Uh-huh. You know, what does it, give yourself a worry appointment. I want you to set this time aside to worry about it and then, you know, confront it, worry about it, let it go, and move on with your life. Live, be okay to step into that gray area and see what it feels like. And I feel like it's just like yoga. Like yoga is, is a stress-controlled experiment. You get on your mat. If you're doing hot yoga or not, mm-hmm. um, in the winter, I'm most likely doing I'm in a hot house. 
And so, um, you know, you're in this room that's 90 degrees and above, and then you, you're in these vulnerable positions where you can feel tense and you can feel feel your body parts, which you can't feel during the day because you're just off going. It's almost business, business, business. I'm a businesswoman. I got to take care of this. I got to sign this paper. I got to do this. I got to go to this meeting. And then you'll be you're feeling all these sensations and these emotions, and, you, and you're in this space on your mat, this sacred space and time that you created for yourself to feel all these emotions, and you're sweating. And the next thing you know, they say this most beautiful word, Shavasana, and then you lay down on your mat, and all that energy and that strength you, you built, it just releases into your mat and goes back into earth, to the earth mm-hmm. from which you've taken from. And that stress is now relieved. You are able to overcome it. So being able to overcome stress and anxiety in the world, I had to start on my mat first. Yeah. And that's when it authentic yoga journey and all this stuff started on my mat, being able to control and actually feel my body and make that relationship with my body first and be able to feel it. So when I did have those moments of tension and anxiousness and anxiety, that I knew that I could take it because on my mat, I was able to hold those to hold those feelings and feel it and, and, and be able to overcome it. And I remember what Shavasana felt like. And Shavasana is just a resting point. It's 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 called corpse pose. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's probably not a good, <laughs> you know, corpse pose, but yeah. I've I've heard it called that before, and it is one of my favorite poses as well because you really are just kind of like, like you said, you're just all the tension is out. And you're just releasing it into the ground. And I've fallen asleep before um, at corpse pose when I've done yoga in in different places. In like a group class, I one of my friends had to like bump me because I was snoring. But it was because I was so yeah. like I needed that re- release and relax. And it was just it was it's meant to be for a reason to be called that. So yes. yeah, yes, yes, yes. There's a there's a whole reason for that, but so I think that's uh, that's the whole the whole part. This whole thing, this whole thing that we're going through, this whole life thing, it's all about perspective, and it's all about our experiences. And once we learn how to connect those sensations with our experience, that's when we become. In the in the, in the more no in the in the in the now in the no when we're when we're living in those moments and we're not thinking because I'm telling you I'm always in my crown chakra I'm like always out I'm never in in here and it's like gosh I want I want to be in my body I want to feel these feelings and sometimes throughout the day I'm, I have to break I have to sit down and tell myself to feel my feet. I'm like, yeah. Bernice, take a minute and feel your feet. So, you know, I'll take my shoes off and I'll either walk on the ground, feel the grass, feel the concrete, feel the carpet, wherever I am. If I'm at work, I'll take my shoes off mm-hmm. and I'll just feel what that feels like. And, you know, I urge your viewers to do this sometimes. They, you know, when was the last time you just like took off your shoes or went out in the rain and just stepped on the, on the ground and connected 
that is so important for us to connect where we came from. And I think being out in nature, like I think some people do ecotherapy. Yeah. Which if I start getting into, and it's just like connecting with nature and, and slowing down, connecting with nature and connecting with yourself, listening to your body and being okay with what your body feels like and what your body looks like and loving that. And that goes into the second part of my journey, which is, is what I'm currently going through now, mm-hmm. um, is loving myself for who I am and all these nick and crannies and, and these little, you know, these beautiful brown rolls that I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I would also like to share this, gosh, it's this video, and I think her name is um, Kit or Kitty. She was talking about compromise and, and self-love. And um, I wish, I wish I could, so don't quote me on this, but mm-hmm. this is kind of sort of on of what she was, what she was talking about. She said that she doesn't believe in going in, being in a relationship and compromising, that she loves herself and she wants someone to come in that relationship with herself and for them to love her. Yeah. The way she loves herself in this relationship. And this is what I get from it. And this is the journey that, the second part to my journey is what I've started is that I have to do more than love myself and be kind and respectful to myself. And I know you think of like, what more can you do besides be kind and compassionate and love love yourself? Mm -hmm. To me, is being in love with myself. And I know some people is like, you know what? I don't even know if I'm in love with my husband. I don't even know what being in love is. To me, being in love, this is this is what I describe being in love with. Um, or what being in love is to me. Yeah. Um, so I, I believe I know what being in love with, being in love is. Um, I was with this man who's my best friend and I loved him more than any other man that I ever loved. And it was a, it was a, we stopped becoming lovers. It still was an intimate relationship, even though it wasn't a physical relationship. Now, I know that's hard for people to understand because when we think of intimacy, we always think about sex. And that's not always true. Yeah. That, that is not always true. We can be in love with a lot of things. I'm in love with a lot of women and, and a lot of other men, but I'm not in a sexual relationship with them. I'm in love with who they are and how they make me feel mm-hmm. and the things that they do and how they look at me and those and, and, and when they cry and when they share these feelings and these emotions that I feel, that makes me fall in love with them. And I learned that I had to fall in love with myself. And I don't know if I ever been in love with myself, except when I was a little girl before I met boys. I think I was in love with myself Uh before I knew what women supposed to look like. And when I thought I was beautiful before I was called black and ugly and skinny and not, you know, and frog legs and all these other things before I knew that my blackness or my darkness was not beautiful. You know, so before I knew all those things and before I grew up, when I was little, I, my mom told me that I was a beautiful person and this and that. And, and I was so in love with myself. And I was, and I thought my mom, I was in love with my mom. I was like, 
she's just this beautiful person. She had this beautiful skin, blah, blah, blah. And then when I got older, I felt all that blackness wasn't pretty. Then I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm ugly. Mm. People are telling me I'm ugly. And when I look on TV, the women that they say are pretty don't look like me. Mm-hmm. You know, these women are fair-skinned. They have beautiful, straight hair. They're most likely white. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm like, and I'm not, so that means I'm not beautiful. So it took this journey of me falling in love with myself. And, and when I started to fall in love with myself, that turned my perspective completely. It changed my world. It changed my life for the better. Because then I not only start to love myself, I started to love other people for who they were, no matter their labels, if they were brown, purple, orange, black, white, or whatever color they were. Mm-hmm. I found things in them that were beautiful, that were outside of aesthetics. And that goes back to the human condition, their, the consciousness, and the things that connected me to them, and their emotions, and the way they looked at me, and the way they touched me, and the way they hugged me, and the things that they said to me. And those just defying moments where I heard them talk and, and, and disclose these informations, information to me. That's what made me fall in love with them. And that's what made them beautiful. Yeah. Outside of the aesthetics and, and the colors and, and their weight and <laughs> fake false eyelashes or... Um, oh, the way they apply their makeup and those highlights, and oh, look at that, those, that lipstick looks, makes her look so much beautiful, and look at her soft skin, and I had to look beyond that. And so now I'm to this point where I'm so in love with myself, and all I want to do is share it with other people. Yeah. I want to share the love that I have myself with other people, and I want them to be able to fall in love with themselves, too, and know what being in love with themselves feel like it's such a beautiful and defining moment and I would never want to give I actually don't want to give anxiety back because if I never was diagnosed with anxiety and went through what I went through I don't know if I ever would have had this journey yeah and so that's my story and you know it's unraveling and I'm still going through the depths of it and I'm still finding myself and I think I will for the rest of my life and that's okay because I'm going to be learning for the rest of my life, and I think just falling in love with ourselves and learning the depths of who we are mm-hmm. just makes us understand the world and understand each other so much better. And I think that's where we have to start. We have to go back to the human condition. We have to go back to what connects us. And what connects us is being human, being part of the human species. Before we were born, any other thing, you were born free. I was born Bernice. Mm-hmm. Race is only something that we said that we are. You know, I was born to this world and someone categorized me and said that I was black. That was that was it. And so they said I was black and so that means I'm black. That means I'm African American. Mm-hmm. Not because I said I was African American or because I wanted to be. I didn't even want to be Bernice. That's, someone, that's the name that my mother gave me. That's my grandmother's name. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I know that I am today, Bree, is 100%. I am, I actually did, uh, my best friend, who was my ex, gave me, he gifted me, um, uh, uh, I wanted to know what, who I was. So, 
I did this 23 plus meat of DNA test kit, and I found out that I was 10% British, wow. 80% African American, 1.2% Asian, and some other stuff. But that's not truly who I am, Bree. I'm mm-hmm. 100% before I'm all that other stuff, which are names that another human invented. I am a human being. I'm a person with 10 fingers and 10 toes, and some of us might not even have that. Yeah. You know, but I bleed red blood, I hurt, I have feelings, I have all these things that define me as a human being, I have a beating heart, I have cells that divide, and every day I'm evolving as a human being, uh, and I want to evolve authentically, mm-hmm. and so that's what we need to get back to the basics of being human, of having this beating heart and this red blood. Before, and, and because I believe that right now we live in this world of divide. Yes. And again, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, that I think that we are more alike than we are different. And these differences are these labels that we put, <laughs> that yeah. we categorize ourselves as pushing us away from each other. But I want to be closer to you, Bree, not mm-hmm. further away from you because you're a white woman. That shouldn't make me feel further away from you. The labels, people that label you, should make me feel distant from you I should feel closer to you because you are a human being because you do feel and because you do hurt and because you do have anxiety sometimes Mm -hmm. and because you do have these feelings that I feel those are the things that should connect us and that bring us together and I understand I'm not asking everybody to love each other I'm not I just want you to fall in love with yourself and I just want us to be kind to each other and have compassion for each other because I know we would never love each other. There's some people that would just never love each other. And I wish we did because I think that love can solve a lot of things. Yeah. But we at least have to be understanding, compassionate, and kind to one another and, and, and understand and try to open ourselves to these perspectives because then maybe that we might find out, well, damn, she is human after all. Yeah. And I love that you're um, really emphasizing just going back to the basics. What are we? We're all human. And being able to teach others how you've taught yourself to just fall in love with yourself and to love who you are um, and who you were at birth. Not all the different things that we construct about who we are, but that's really inspiring and um, if people were wanting to kind of know more about how you've done that yourself and how they can kind of go through that with you and you can teach them different ways um, of what worked for you, how how can they? I just want to p- have people connect with you. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So my email is um, guidedbylight at berniesmitchellmyname.com. And I also have a website, which is, easy www.berniesmitchellsonmyname.com and I also have um, on my social media platforms I have a Facebook so that'll be at at <laughs> Guided by Light LLC and my um, Instagram is GBL underscore Bernice Mitchell my name so those are all the different ways that you can connect with her. And um, I just, I highly re- recommend just reaching out to her when I did have her in my home, just so we could kind of like have one-on-one time for the first time and just like get to know each yeah. other and talk. It was 
honestly, a great conversation. It made me think a lot and inspired me a lot as well and just made me think about things in a different perspective. Um, all the while, while feeling very, like, loved and, um, like, she had compassion for me as well as for me for her. Uh, you can kind of just tell in the tone of her voice um, that just, like, wanting to help and being kind is there. So um, I'll also have everything in the podcast notes for you guys to follow her there. But um, anything else you just want to say to everyone before we before we say happy Monday? And, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I also want to um, get my uh, give out my phone number. Anyone can call me. It's my business line. It's 616-288-4860. So feel free to call me at any time. Um, I am doing, um, so I want to give everybody a promo code. Um, I actually, my, so my birthday was in October. And to, oh. to, um, to bless it on, so we wait past it's December now, right? Yeah. So, but I still want to. I want to give a gift of what of what I've been going through, what it, the 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 journey. I want to share that journey, and so first the first thirty minutes with me is obviously free. It's always free, but I've actually have me giving back and want to bless it on as I'm doing a fifty percent off on all my authentic life coaching packages. So that's authentic leadership, self-leadership, and um, again, you can go to um, brainsmitchell.com to look at all those packages and to learn a little bit more about me. Um, and my blog is there and um, all those things. I try to be as personal as I can because I want to be authentic and I want everyone to be able to connect with me. Um, this journey is just so important. I believe that everyone in their life should take and about the authentic journey to the self to get back to the basics and connect with themselves. And that's why I provided this 50% off to bless it on to give back because I want to make it affordable. And I just want everyone to feel what I feel. Again, I can't explain how defining it was when I started my journey. And, and I'm still continuing this journey. And I hope it continues forever. Because I'm learning about myself, and as I learn about myself, I learn about other people, and it makes everything make sense to me. Because mm-hmm. the world didn't make sense, and I don't know about you guys, but it's really, it's really difficult. <laughs> and that's why um, I become a doctor in clinical psychology, um, is to learn about the human behavior, and it has taught me so much about the human, the human. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so... Again, you, you, you're going to have my expertise and, and all this um, the wisdom and, and college and research behind it. I'm already looking into my dissertation, so I have um, lots of information to share with everyone, and I really, really want to share, and that's the reason why I'm getting this 50% off on all the authentic life coaching packages. And I, I really want to hear from you guys, and I want to hear your story, and I want to be a part of it, and I want to help you evolve it authentically and let go and regrow, which is one of my um, mottos, let go, regrow, and evolve authentically. I love that yeah. motto. I see it on your site yeah. and everything. So, <laughs> yeah. Everybody, I just wish you a wonderful Monday and just go check her out. Give her a phone call to her business line. Um, yeah. So thank you, everybody, and we'll see you later. I'd like to learn more about today's episode. You can go to Bree Luganville
gmail.com podcast. If you'd like to join our private support group, you can find us on Facebook and search for the private group Compassionately You. If you would like to be a guest, you can email Bree at brielugenville at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great start to your week.